Yo, what's poppin'? I'm Jason Kane, the host of Elevate Mind and Body Podcast. This podcast is for you if you're ready to reach the next level. We're going to be talking about how to gain muscle, lose fat, and elevate your body, mind, and confidence to a level you've never been before. So if you're ready, I'll see you inside. What's good? What's popping? Welcome back to the Elevate Mind and Body podcast. Today we're going to be talking about how to actually see results on your leg days. How to actually see results when you go in the gym and you do lower body. And I'm talking about your glutes, your quads, your hamstrings. Yo, we're going to make sure that you get the most results. You're going to get the most bang for your buck when you're in the gym. Because yo, I'm going to tell you right now, if you're doing leg days correctly, you should be going through it. You should be going through it. But if you implement these tips, you're not only going to go through it, but you're going to grow through it. You're going to get results. All right. So these are some tips that I have helped a lot of my clients throughout my training career, been able to build some really nice legs, build some legs that they didn't think that they had in them. And um, hopefully it helps you out, too. So let's get straight to it. Number one is I'm going to tell you is stop neglecting your hamstrings. That's probably part of the main thing but i actually want to kind of change my direction where i was going to go with this so number one is don't neglect your hamstring but number one is actually going to change into start with your isolations and what i mean by that is your leg extensions your hamstring curls right do y'all know what those are those are literally like just movements that aren't squats and leg press and um sumo squats i mean and sumo uh deadlifts and like things like that where you're using your entire body where you feel like you are beat up after that workout where it feels like a leg day right i want you to use the stuff that you are probably normally using at the end of your days which is a leg extension and a hamstring curl and those type of things at the beginning And the only time that I really, really want you to do this is if you have a hard time filling your quads, if you have a hard time filling your hamstrings when you're doing a lot of stuff, because a lot of times if you're not really experienced in the gym, let's say that you are somewhat of a beginner. I mean, this especially goes with your hamstrings. Um, Most people have trouble filling their hamstrings. But if you're a beginner or if you're even intermediate, sometimes you're going to have a hard time filling your quads or your hamstrings on a lot of these movements. So starting it before is almost like a pre-exhaustion. And honestly, this helps out a lot. And this is something that I used to do a lot. I'm not currently doing it anymore, but this is something that I used to do a lot. And I do suggest it for anybody that is not really, really good with your mind to muscle connection, because that's going to be the number one thing. We're going to get into it. Um, But just really isolating them at the beginning. And this means like, don't absolutely murder yourself, but I would say leave some reps in reserve, which means like, yo, leave maybe two or two reps shy of failure. One rep shy of failure. You should be able to really go pretty intensely, but um, just doing this at the beginning of the workout is really going to get a lot, a lot of blood flow into your quads, into your hamstrings. And then when you go into your actual main workouts, which is your squats, your leg presses, your deadlifts, right? All of this stuff, you're going to really be able to feel them working throughout. And that's when you're going to be, that's going to be the most important part of your leg days, right? Those compound lifts, those core lifts. So doing this beforehand really gets those muscles involved and 
will help you just build a better mind and muscle connection on the most important parts of your workouts. Okay, so that's number one is isolate the lacking muscle group. And I really am talking about whatever it is that you're working on and whatever it is that you have trouble feeling during your workouts. And you'll know if you're hitting RDLs and you are going down and you're stretching and the only thing you feel is your lower back. Then you probably have a hard either your form either your form is messed up or you have a hard time feeling your hamstrings. Okay, so I do say to pre-exhaust it and then pre-exhaust it, and it'll really help just kind of get that blood flow going and really, really just amp up your entire workout. Okay, so that's number one. Number two is going to be. Um, Number two is actually going to be range of motion. So I talk about this a lot and I'm really like I'm really adamant on this one because I truly think that a lot of times we are cutting ourselves short in the amount of results that we're going to be getting because you could see it a lot. And most of the time, what what tends to happen is let's say you're on a hack squat. I'm trying to use some things that are really universal, Um, a hack squat and you're going about 90 degrees. Right. So I'm going to tell you that does work your glutes, you will get some glute work when you're doing that type of squat because you're probably hip hinging somewhat. But the thing is, you can get a lot of quad work as well, which means where you're only working maybe your glutes or maybe a little bit of hamstring, it kind of it kind of depends on where you're going with it. Um you could also be working your entire leg if you were to break that 90 degrees, right? And the thing is, a lot of people are scared to get to this point because they already have a certain amount of weight that they can do in their head, which is like, yo, I already worked my way up to 135, which is a plate, which is a plate on each side. For y'all, for y'all of you that, for you that don't know, this is a plate on each side, and I'll have a lot of girls I have to talk out of. Um, so much weight that they're doing because I'm like, yo, let's work on your range of motion. Let's work on your mobility because if we do that and then you're able to get 135 with that same, um, you're able to get that same weight of 135 with a full range of motion, you're going to get so much more out of it than doing the 135 that you're doing now. But a lot of times, like I said, people aren't letting themselves get the full range of motion because they're scared to let go of the weight that they've been doing, right? Because a lot of times you're going to be dropping a lot of weight to actually get that full range of motion. And the thing is, it's actually like a game of what what is your intention behind that workout? What is your intention behind that workout? I had one of these talks with one of my clients the other day. I think she's on this live stream that I'm doing right now. And I was saying, okay, cool. So this is the main thing. You have to realize are you just doing the workout to do it, as in to move a lot of weight on the leg press? Because a lot of weight doesn't always equal growth, doesn't always equal results. We know that because there's power lifters, right? So it's it's clear. There's not, A lot of weight does not always equal more results, right? It's the intent behind it, which means how much are you actually like tearing apart that muscle that you're trying to work on? Right. So at the end of the day, if you're really going for intent, intent, intent in your head and you're really thinking that during your workout, when you're when you have some pain going right, when it's like, oh, my God, it hurts. You're just trying to rush through it. And you kind of when you think of more intent, you will drop your ego and you'll be able to really work on 
that lower range of motion. And a lot of times because people don't ever train that lower range of motion, they're super weak there. And it'll take time to build up. I'm going to tell you right now, it'll take time to build the strength up from there. But when you do, the amount of strength that you're going to build is going to be like, or just the amount of results period is going to be two times the amount that you're building from cutting yourself short the entire time. Not only that is I honestly think that since I really dropped my ego because I was doing yo I was doing knee squats where I was just <laughs> bending my knees just a bit like I don't even think I was hitting 90 degrees on a squat and I was at like 315 and I was feeling myself but then I really cut it down and I went I was like almost at a plate I think a plate at each side I was at three plates and I went down to about a plate on each side and now I was hitting the same amount of reps right it really killed my ego but I think that this is one of the things that contributed contributed to me never really having knee pain. I don't ever have any more knee pain. I used to have a lot of knee pain. And when you build up your strength in your joints from that lower range of motion, you like almost bulletproof your knees too. So that's another benefit as well. Um, it'll. I honestly do think that that's going to strengthen up your tendons. Um, and just work, just because you're working through every single range of motion that you're in you you know what i mean so like if you got to think about it like this if you're always doing leg press half speed if you're or halfway if you're always doing a squat halfway if you're always doing a lunge halfway and you're not really letting your knee and your joints and all this move fully when you get in an awkward position and you do go all the way down you are going to be in trouble like you're going to be <laughs> prone to injury so I really do think range of motion is really, really big, and um, just keeping the intent behind the workout is going to be huge, okay? So that's number that's number two. Number three. Number three is going to be intensity. I always talk about this. I am a big believer in intensity, and you have to realize with legs, with lower body, there is a reason why you need to train hard. There is like there's no getting around it. I do think that most muscle groups you have to train hard either way, but legs you really, really have to. Legs are probably the most worked muscle group in the body, besides like your hands and stuff like that, right? Um because yo, you gotta realize your legs are moving you around all day. You're walking around on your legs all day day every day this is why some people that don't ever work out they might have some definition in their legs right your legs are moving you every single day so the amount of muscle like stimulus which means like the amount of muscle breakdown that you have to force on that muscle for it to change for you to actually see results is going to be a lot more it just is what it is so intensity is a skill that you can learn and i want you to practice that skill on like workouts where if you fail, there will be no repercussions. There will be zero consequence, which is like a leg extension, which is like a hamstring curl, which is like a machine leg press, right? Where it actually stops at the end and you're not, and it's not like where the plates are and it'll actually fall on top of you. Doing these, doing these things when you're, when you're in a safe environment and actually working till failure will give you the actual tools of like, yo, cool, I do know how to get, I do know what intensity looks like. Because a lot of people don't know what effort and intensity looks like, and that is the reason why they don't grow their legs. Because again, when I used to train in person, it's really it's really evident because I will get to a, a person that has been working out for two two years or so, and they say they go really hard, and then we go through maybe a basic fundamental workout, and they are dead, like, they've never gone to that level and it's not 
like a knock on them, but it's it's really hard to get to training close to that point where you're actually going to really, really push yourself. And it's not that you have to do that all the time, but if you know how to do it, then you're going to be in a really good spot. Okay. So be in a safe environment. And again, that's like machine work, um, leg extension, leg, uh, hamstring curls, do stuff like that. And then really practice pushing to failure, really practice intensity. If you've never done it, like when you are feeling whatever pain it is that you're feeling, one great indicator is to just see if your reps are slowing down. If your reps are slowing down and your range of motion is the same, your everything else is the same, but like you're just slowing down as you're pushing up or as you're kicking out, whatever it may be, then that's a good indicator that you're actually getting close to failure, which means you're actually training hard enough to actually see results. Okay, so that was it. That was all. Those were the three tips. I'm going to make sure I go back over them really quick. Number one is going to be isolate. Isolate your muscles at the beginning. So this honestly could be your glutes. Um, I'm not a big fan of glute exhaustion, but like if you just have a hard, hard time feeling them, um, I don't mind it. I really don't mind it. Um, Pre-exhaust them at the beginning. Same thing with your with your quads, with your hamstrings. I do think that those are going to be great muscle groups to pre-exhaust before you get into your core lifts. Um, so that's going to be number one. Number two is going to be range of motion, right? Range of motion. And don't force this at all, which means don't try to keep this same weight that you were doing a half range of motion, the same weight that you were doing um, half reps and kind of cutting cutting shit short. Um, this will take time, so don't force it and like take time to build it up. Okay, it's going to be all right. But just remember intent with this, the intent behind whatever exercise that you are doing is going to be should be at the forefront of your mind when you're doing this, okay? Because if you keep the intent behind it, you're going to start doing less of where you're just kind of dropping it like it's hot on a squat and coming back up. And because it's heavy, your face is squinting, you're squeezing the bar hard as hell, and you're just kind of moving. You're just moving your body in in like space. But then you forgot that your main objective with that or your main goal with that is to grow your quads, which is like, shit, I'm tired as hell, but really my quads aren't on fire. So that's what I mean when I say keep your intent in the forefront of your mind. Okay, so that was number two. And then number three is going to be intensity, 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 intensity. This is a skill that you need to learn. This is a skill that everybody can learn, but it is a hard skill to learn. So the best and safest way to do it is use machines, use leg extensions, use leg curls and um, just use machines, period. Somewhere that you if you do fail, you're going to be fine um, and then push those limits. That's it, though. That's all. That's all. We out of here. That's a wrap on today's episode. I appreciate you for listening. If you got any value from this in any way, the number one way you can help the show is by pressing that subscribe button, giving a review, or sharing this on your social media. Make sure to tag me so I can personally thank you for taking the time to listen to my message. If you want to work with me and Team Elevate one-on-one, head to my Instagram, GameWithCane24, and DM me the word Elevate, and I'll see how we can help. Appreciate you again for tuning in. I'll see you on the next episode. Let's do it.